Welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast, a podcast for lady pinballers and their friends. Each week, we will sit down with a guest and chat about news and events related to women in the sport and hobby of pinball. Now here's your host, Lauren Gray. Welcome everybody to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. I am your host, Lauren Gray. Yay, I'm so excited to be here. Um, I am so excited because my girls from up I-35 are here, and they are going to be talking about all things bells and chimes. Please help me welcome Tracy and Kelly. Yay! Woohoo! Hi. Hi. I'm excited to do. <laughs> all right. So we can kind of tell who's who. Kelly is a repeat guest. Kelly was on the infamous episode number three where Lauren messed up. And what our listeners do not know is that Lauren messed up yet again because she was trying to be extra and use her <laughs> fancy podcast software. But that's all right. You know what? We're going to go old school with Skype. And, you know, Skype doesn't do you wrong. Skype does not do you dirty. Kelly, for everyone in podcast landia, please tell us about your pinball journey, your pinball origin story, where you started from and where you're at today. So, yeah, I mean, I, I was fortunate enough to have a pinball machine growing up. Um, we had a Phoenix and my brother and I played it a ton. Uh, and, you know, it was something that we you know did for fun. And then he moved to New York and was living um, near Sunshine Laundromat. And he started getting super into pinball while he was living out there um, and got, you know, really good, learned about all the games, really understood the machines. And then uh, last year he came out for texas pinball festival and was just really excited about it and and wanted me to go with him because it's so close to you know where we live um so he flew out and we went there together and it was just sort of like this eye opener and a reminder of this game that we had spent so much time playing when we were younger and so um you know he took me around and just you know just like he found the love he showed me the love and we just you know played a bunch of different games and that was when um total nuclear annihilation launched and he was just teaching me all the rule sets and you know some some simple flipper skills and it was just kind of like second nature i was like oh yeah you know we totally did this a ton as kids like i completely forgot that i know exactly how to do all of these things and so it was super fun because he and i got to hang out the whole weekend and just play you know however many games they have like 500 games in the showroom and you know just kind of like showed me all of his favorites and we found some new games that we really liked and it was just a really fun time and then i ended up meeting um jessica shepherd who plays in austin and she's you know she was interested in starting a women's league but didn't have a lot of traction at the time and so she's like you know hit me up when you get to austin like let's play together and you know, I'll, I'll kind of show you some of the league stuff down there. And I was like, whoa, you know, league sounds really intimidating. Like, I don't even know if I can play at all, like much less competitively. And she's like, you know, it's no problem. My brother uh, was was doing a league as well. And so he started to, you know, encourage me to go meet some people and try out a league. And then I just kind of started going to Buffalo Billiards and, and pinballs and places around town starting to play. Uh, and then I ended up, you know, meeting some people that were actually in the league. And so it kind of went from there, which was you know, really fun and, and really exciting, but it was mostly my brother who really encouraged me to kind of get into the scene. Pinball bring family together. I know. That. I love Cute. it. <laughs> so adorable. All right, Tracy, where um, did you start in pinball and kind of where you're at today? So I remember going to the arcade when I was really young and my dad would just like kind of leave us to wander and he would be stuck on the machine, the Bride of Pinball. I would see that weird looking robot lady um an earth shaker just like the classics and i didn't really like think much about it um and then around maybe like 2013 or so i started going to arcades just kind of you know it's therapy really just 
spending some time hitting the flippers and stuff, I really like the appeal of kind of like the vintage appeal to it. Like I know it was big in the sixties and seventies and I'm, I'm just all about that kind of era. So I just really just started playing over and over and over again, just by myself. Um, and it was until about 2016. I mean, I did see the flyers for league put up on pinballs arcade and other places, but I, like Kelly said, it's, you know, oh, it could be intimidating. I've never really played in the league before. I'm not even that good, really. I don't know much about it. But it's a pretty welcoming community for the most part. And a few other league players totally made me feel comfortable and said, hey, you should join. It's no problem at all. And so I think I only really started playing competitively around like 2016, you know, after about three years kind of off and on just by myself. Um, and that's pretty much it. I just got into it as something to, to use as therapy to kind of zone out and concentrate on, on certain, you know, like modes or like, you know, hitting certain shots, angles and stuff. And I felt like I could really actually see myself improving um, the more I played it. And there was definitely skill involved. And I don't know, I just, I really liked it. There's nothing really... <laughs> <laughs> nothing really that uh, crazy about it just started playing fairly recently at my older age well i think that's awesome because now it bought both of y'all into my life and you guys are super awesome chicks so i <laughs> am excited to uh, meet you guys and be a part of your circle and we'll talk more about bells and chimes austin and i'm so glad they finally have come to the party very excited we'll talk <laughs> more about that later on uh before we get into news i forgot because Okay, so I tried to make this worksheet so I could be professional um, and like talk and have up. talking points <laughs> and stuff. And I forgot like my talking point number one. Um, so, okay, like last up, I think it was last episode, I talked about Patreon. Like I actually have like a legit Patreon and I have a patron, but now I have two patrons. I'm so, I don't even know what to do. Oh, with myself. wow. I know. <laughs> I have so that's two more than I have. <laughs> <laughs> he is a friend, um, Tony Chabert, who owns What's Brewing, which is where our Bells and Chimes League plays. So, Tony, thank you for being patron number two. And I am so excited that you find value in the show. And he always, you know, comes up and he's like, good show. And I'm like, oh, thanks, Tony. Um, I'm like so excited people listen. Uh, but, you know, it. For when you're traveling or whatever, thank you for taking me with you. I really appreciate it. So if you're interested, there's two tiers to Patreon. I talked about it last time. You can be on the nightlight tier, which is awesome. Or you can be on the I want a, a t-shirt tier. And you can find out more about that if you go to the website, backboxpinballpodcast.fireside.fm. There's a Patreon link at the top of the page. But I had to say thank you because I'm supposed to do that at the top of the episode. Or Woo. I, at least I tell myself, you're supposed to do it at the top of the episode, Lauren. Not, not that I'm like beholden to anybody because it is my podcast, but still. <laughs> <laughs> so now we got that done. Let's jump into pinball news. So we had a couple of new segments. There's a lot of stuff going on. First big thing this week, of course, we talked about it um, with this past episode with Julie Dorsers, who's going out to Pinball Expo. She's taken her Wonder Woman machine. Have I think, Kelly, you might have been to Pinball Expo. I don't know. Have either one of you ever been to Expo up in Chicago? I have not. Tracy is on her way. That's what I was going to say. Are you going? Tomorrow morning. I arrive at 11 a.m. tomorrow. Shut up. So excited. I don't know if this podcast airs. (laughs) Uh, 11 a.m. on Wednesday, the 16th, I will be in Chi-Town. Oh, I'm so jelly. I'm so excited. 
Chicago, by the way, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but um, is this your first time at Expo? It is, actually, yeah. I'm glad to finally attend uh, 35th Anniversary Expo. That's kind of, like, crazy that it's just a little bit older than I am. Um, yeah, I'm just really looking forward to going to an Expo, specifically, like, in the city where pinball is huge. I mean, obviously, you know, the Stern Factory is there and everything, and there's a lot of crazy people that come out of Chicago that are really, you know, pinheads. So I'm really looking forward to it. Like I said, the community is pretty great. You know, I'm just excited to meet all the people that are there that I've, I've met before new people. I can't wait to see this wonder woman machine. That's going to be cool. Um, yeah, just very excited to play the new old Vira, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on. You guys, um, if you go to the pinball expo, pinball expo, 2019, homepage. There's a list of all the different seminars, all the different uh, people and events that are going on. It is uh, an amazing time. Yeah, I was going to say that was the other thing. Are you going to play in Battle of the Bells? I am. I tried to um, put out a little bit of a, a like a call out for anyone in Texas that's a part of any Bells and Chimes chapters to see if anyone was going. And I don't think anyone's really going from Texas. But um, I will be pairing up with a few other people that are going to be um, the Lone Rangers there as well. So that should be very interesting. Well, Kelly, you're going to be holding it down for Texas. You were representing all of Texas. Yes. So no pressure. No pressure. But that's awesome. I'm so excited. I, when I saw that, that looked super fun. But you'll have to let us know what's going on. I'll put a link in the show notes, guys. But Pinball Expo really, I mean, we talk about Pinburg, which is the largest pinball tournament in conjunction with Replay FX. Then, of course, there's Texas Pinball Festival, which happens in March. But Pinball Expo, it really is the one. Like, it's the one that's been there the longest. Um, it, it, it started off as a trade show, and now it's just become this entire, like, pinball event. It is one of the top events, if not the top event to go to in the year for people involved in pinball. I, I hope to make it up maybe next year or the year after because i got to, you know, spread out my uh, my pinball travels. Um, but I'm very yeah, excited we should, for you. We should definitely, uh, yeah, we should plan a group for next year. We can all go together. Oh, that'd be super fun. I'm totally down for that. All about it. Yeah, we need to do some planning. The other big thing that's going on, Keith Elwin, heart emoji, heart emoji, the goat, put out some <laughs> the rule goat. sheets. The goat. Put out some rule sheets for his lovely Jurassic Park, which the more I play that, the more I fall in love with that game. I played it in yeah. league on Friday, this past Friday, and I like killed it. Yes. Yes, I was so I was so excited because I the first time I played it was I was with you guys um, after SummerSlam. That was the first oh, that's time right. I had played it, and I've gotten a lot better because <laughs> that was that was terrible. Um, and then when I w- went to visit you guys in Austin last week, that was also terrible. But I lit it up for like a <laughs> hundred and seventy something million. I was like, nice. mic drop. I was like, done. Nice. But uh, but there are yeah. I think the best I got was like almost like three hundred, and I'm like, that is not good enough. <laughs> but yeah. I, you know, I. I've noticed not so much the the points that I've been earning, more so like the modes I'm completing, the paddock, you know, going along the map, like actually trying to hit shots and, you know, do it with, you know, intent. And I feel like that I'm proud of myself for doing those things as opposed to just like, you know, blowing up just score wise. So, yeah, I've been able to get chaos multiball one time and it was when I was definitely not sober. And so I don't really feel super proud about it because it was basically an accident. <laughs> You know, so, but I, that's like yeah. taking steroids, Kelly. That's illegal. That's like, you know. 
I was, you can't have that advantage now. <laughs> it's like it wasn't even on purpose. I was just flipping randomly, and it happened. So I'm just naturally good at, at pinball. I just didn't yeah. know what was happening. Maybe, maybe I just need to drink more at tournaments or something. You've got to find out where it is on the spectrum. Yeah. Is it like one drink, two drink, three drink? Is three drinks too much? Do you just need to be like at two drinks where you're relaxed? <laughs> I'm yeah. chill. This is it. This is the. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But yeah, no, I think the some of the the you know, the information that was released is pretty interesting. Like I definitely had no idea about the, the smart missile, uh, options. Or yeah. I actually these, used like, that recently. Yeah. The file, mm-hmm. definitely no idea about the fossil collection. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That was the part I, I was like the fossil collection. So first of all, I can't even pronounce, I'm trying to remember my dinosaur book from when I was eight. I know Velociraptor got that one. Mm-hmm. And some of these, I'm like, do I get points if I can actually pronounce it correctly? And pterodactyl silent floor and just so you know, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to ankylosaurus. <laughs> but um, that's, yeah. it's really cool, guys. They, they are posted at This Week in Pinball if you want more information. But it breaks it all down graphically. It's actually really fun to look at and just to, you know, get more strategies about Jurassic Park. Um, everybody I've talked to so far loves Jurassic Park. I haven't met anybody who doesn't like it. Um, so I think this is a two for two for Elwin, and I'm excited to see what he comes up with next. But super proud of him. So not not that he cares about what I think, but I'm just I love you, Keith Elwin. You're super awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean I I have no idea if he listens, Keith. If you do listen, you are the goat. I think you're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Kelly and I would like you to come hang out with us. We're super cool. Not uh, I. <laughs> Tracy's a no. Yeah, I'm gonna see him like Thursday, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he loves me. I don't need to suck up to him. He knows I'm awesome. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, he does. Have, he has some pretty cool uh, details in the game, though. Definitely lots of Easter eggs and stuff. The next big news piece is, and I'm okay, y'all. And I, when I say y'all, I'm the women's advisory board. They, I knew something was up. I had Karen on the show. We had Kim Martinez on the show a few episodes ago. I knew something was up, but because I am branded as Pinball Media, I was a little out of the loop because, you know, they were developing something to address some of the, the issues that are involved in uh, pinball as they relate to women. So I'm going to read the statement that was posted via IFPA. The role of the IFPA Women's Advisory Board is to provide expertise and guidance in all aspects of competitive pinball, as well as to serve as a sounding board as the IFPA continues to grow and evolve. The participation of women in IFPA-sanctioned events continues to increase at a record pace, and the IFPA Women's Advisory Board is here to offer expert counsel and insight to ensure the IFPA is optimizing opportunities for the continued growth and long-term success of women in competitive pinball. End quote. So I don't know a lot about what's going on with the board. I do know that there are several women from across the country and to include uh, Karen Kaiser, who is hanging out in Sweden right now. Um, We're going to have all of them on at some point um, on the show. Tracy, what do you think Um, overall? Are you excited, not excited? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's a shame that we have to set up a board in the first place. Um, Yeah. But, you know, whether mainly men uh, do it on purpose or they're just like maybe not um, aware of how some actions or words or whatever kind of affect other people specifically, you know, women identifying. I mean, it's good to have more people, more officials kind of saying like, Hey, you know, let's, let's make sure that it's a fun game for everyone. Um, And I think it's definitely important, which is why we started Bells and Chimes in the first place. I think it's very important 
to make sure that women feel as comfortable as men do um, in this hobby. Um, and, you know, you're going to get some backlash, um, but, you know, that way you're, you're going to weed out whatever negativity, you know, that way too. Um, I'm, I'm all for it. I know we were talking about it for a while in the bells and chimes, like Facebook group, you know, thinking about starting something like this. And I think it's definitely a step in the right direction. Um, it's always good to have more, you know, eyes and ears out, you know, looking for things that could be problematic. I completely agree. I think that unfortunately, We've had our first episode number one. We talked about the uh, whole episode that happened at the Pacific Northwest show um, or earlier this year. And sadly, I see more and more stories about people, men, well, I think people yeah, like, like, acting inappropriately. Well, yeah. And I'm, this is why we're having the board. I am glad that it's there so that women will be able to address some of the challenges that maybe the men on the IFPA board didn't understand and i and i don't mean that as an, a negative way because they're they're women's they're well they're not women's they're people issues um but you know maybe be able to address them and, and understand them from a, a women's point of view i think this is good that we're getting kind of like the permission to be like hey like can we do something about this whereas i feel like a lot of people in the past you know we've all dealt with with that before we've all dealt with some kind of harassment and i feel like that we were kind of just told and taught to deal with it, you know, and I don't think that's cool. Um, we're not on the same playing field. You, you know, men don't get as, um, you know, groped <laughs> and harassed uh, verbally and physically. So I feel that, you know, I think it's a good thing that we're going to be able to feel comfortable in dealing with these things so, to make sure that everyone's comfortable in this hobby. No, I, I completely agree. Kelly, uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, you know, it's an interesting, uh, you know, shift in, in things. Because, like, if you think about, you know, companies or places that most people work day to day, there isn't a committee of women there to represent and, and stand up for you. You know, there's HR departments and there's people who kind of generally look out for you. But it's really amazing that, you know, Pinball has the opportunity to say, hey, you know what? there's something that's wrong that's going on and I don't feel like I have the right or the, the ability to protect these people. Let me bring in some people who know, who know how to help and, and they create a space for those people to, to advocate and, and, you know, speak, speak on our behalf and represent us. So like, I really appreciate that, you know, pinball has created space for that and, and acknowledge that there's been problems, you know, cause I think it probably otherwise would have just taken, you know, the wrong people making some rules that don't really fit the need or solve the issues or, you know, trying to kind of like cover it up or, or make up for it. So I appreciate that they're being uh, proactive about some things and, and trying to, you know, give us past these conversations. I think those are excellent points. And I, you know, I'm excited to hear more about what their plans are, um, how they're going to be working with uh, Josh Sharp and the rest of the IFPA staff. And I like that it's a wide variety of women from all different backgrounds. And yeah. um, it wasn't like, you know, this little click of people. It was right. just a wide net when they selected the board. Right. So I'm excited to hear more about that process. And there was a, a story, I'm not going to go into it because it's not my to t mine to tell, but there was a story I saw that got cross-posted by Bo and Karen's um, about... Oh, which one? Which one are you talking about? <laughs> The, and I don't, and I apologize. I don't know her name. Um, but it was, she was, uh, a gentleman kissed her 
And then he like touched her at like these were at two separate events. And oh, yeah, he tried to kiss her. And then another event, he drunkenly came up to her and basically like touched close to her breast and was like, oh, I'd like to see more of that tattoo. And the thing is, it's like I hear from people, well, well, that doesn't happen in my league or that doesn't happen in my mm-hmm. city. And right. I'm like, that's great. I'm like, I, you know, applaud that you don't have skeezy people, <laughs> that, yeah. you know, but unfortunately, this is more the the rule than it is the exception. You know, because yeah. I hear the story, it's, this version of this, a, a version of this story again and again and again from different women yeah. across the country, across the world, that this is an issue. And I mean, it's it just sucks. And it just it's just safe on her real quick, though. To to be honest, I feel like when people say that doesn't happen in my league, I feel like there's a lot of um, like blind eyes turned to some things too. Because I feel like now that things are, like I said, we're feeling more comfortable to be able to speak up about things like that. I feel like some things, you know, they do happen on, I wouldn't say a regular basis. Because like I said, for the most part, like everything's pretty positive. But, you know, these things do fall through the cracks and happen. And, you know, I think now it's just getting a little bit more like out in the open. And we're more comfortable to call these people out on these things. Um so, I mean, yeah, it's great if someone's like, oh, yeah, that doesn't happen in my league. I feel like for the most part, that's pretty true. But I think also it may not be happening to you specifically or to, like, the person next to you, but it could be happening and you might not even know it. So that's another thing is, like, I am all for people, like, basically watching out for each other, not just watching out, like, for yourself, like, oh, something happened, speak up, you know, for yourself. But, like, you know, check on your your fellow teammates because there's stuff that happens all the time and they may not be comfortable enough to talk about and expose. So, yeah, I mean, especially being, you know, me being relatively new to the to, you know, the game, like I honestly didn't know that this is a thing that happened until it happened to me. And it was really surprising and horrifying. And it was kind of like it was like and then I started realizing and seeing all these stories. So the more that people talked about it, the more I saw how common it really was and i was like oh my god i can't even believe that this is like a thing that happens so frequently to so many people yeah yeah and then you know then i realized you know pinball can be a pretty vulnerable thing you've got your hands on some buttons and you're trying to keep control of something and you have your back turned you know and so it's like it given the the space and the time it's it's a space for someone where they could you know invade your space you know especially honestly like yeah yeah, Bone has actually kicked someone out of Pinsburg and um, yeah, specifically for that reason because he touched someone when she yeah. was playing. So it's like I mean, yeah. I mean, it's good to have allies too. You know, it's it's a shame that women ourselves like we can't be like, hey, this happened, let's do something about it. Um, but I definitely appreciate you know a lot of the men to be our allies and be like, hey, this isn't cool, and yeah, to definitely. like make in the right direction. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And I, this is a, an ongoing conversation and it's never the easiest conversation to have, but I feel that it's an important conversation. Yeah. And it's one of the, yeah. the many reasons I kind of created this podcast so we'd have the space to talk about these things. Although I feel sometimes I'm like the people that would benefit from this conversation would probably not download the lady led podcast. I'm just going to throw <laughs> yeah, that out no. there. Yeah. But part of me is like, <laughs> I, I, I was like, okay, I'm going to send everybody a link. Every, everybody <laughs> listen to this show oh my yeah. goodness and that's why we need allies that's why i need people advocating for us you know to speak out on other people's behalf as much as possible because you know yeah a lot of those people that do these you know 
um, awful things to people um, and treating humans not like humans. Um, I feel that they need to be reprimanded in a way that, you know, isn't just from the person that they're directly affecting, you know, like be like, oh, get off me or whatever. And they're like, oh, okay, bye. And then that's it. I feel like there needs to be some kind of like, hey, you can't be playing in our league if you're treating my players like that or whatever. So I feel like I said, you know, we all have to have each other's backs. And I feel that it's definitely tiring. Like I, I'm a goofball. You may, you may not know that. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but I don't, I don't want to be talking seriously about this all the time. It's tiring. It is. It makes me sound like a whiny baby. I don't want to do that. I just want to play pinball. But it's something that we have to definitely touch on to make sure to ensure that everyone plays, you know, fairly. Like we're all playing equally. We're all not being harassed while we're playing. Yeah. And I mean, on the flip side, too, you know, it's like to help prevent this kind of stuff, you know, still being allies and, and let's, you know, reach out to each other. And I think there's a lot of people that really love playing pinball alone. Like you said, it's kind of therapeutic and it's a little bit of like a way to blow off steam, but you know, definitely don't be afraid to ask a friend to come hang out with you, even if you are together, but still alone. Cause it's, you know, you can be vulnerable if you're by yourself and you have your back turned and, but it's, it's always nice having a friend there, especially another woman just to kind of keep an eye on you and you guys can just kind of take turns watching out for each other. Kelly, you led a perfect segue into the reason I bought you guys on the show today. Hey. Uh, to talk, hey. Uh, and and y'all, <laughs> listeners, that was not planned. She just dovetailed it quite nicely. We're just uh, naturally, uh, you know, charismatic with each other. We just, our chemistry is just so good. That's all. Uh, Let us tell you about this thing we started. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you who have listened to the show, you know, over the, the past several months, you are aware that I am the coordinator for Bells and Chimes San Antonio. And on episode one, we had Elizabeth Dronay and Rally Palace on, and they are the coordinators for Bells and Chimes Houston. Well, Love I found that. out that yeah. my girl Kelly and Tracy over here are going to start Bells and Chimes in Austin. So, Tracy, tell me about, like, what made you decide, like, I'm going to do Bells and Chimes. Yeah, so unfortunately, I missed this past Pinburg, um, this past Replay FX, but I did manage to snag a ticket last year. Um, it's definitely an experience that you should have if you're a pinballer, whether it be novice or experienced. And I saw a lot of people, just the support in Bells and Chimes there, and that was actually the first annual Whipped Women in Pinball um, tournament. Um it's Women's International Pinball Tournament, right? Correct. So that was the first one that happened last year that I witnessed. And unfortunately, I just missed the um, the uh, wait list. But still amazing to see all those people play. And I talked to so many people. Um, all those women were very supportive of each other. So many Bells and Chimes chapters there from all over the country and all over the world. I mean, they have them in Australia. They have it in, you know, started in Oakland in 2013. Um, like you said, there's you guys in San Antonio and there's Houston and that really, I don't know, it's something sparked and I was just like, I need to do something like this. And, um, as Kelly, um, said before about, you know, like Jessica Shepard and there's other people here that like try to get off the ground and sometimes it's just really hard. And I, I mean, this is all a new experience for me, so hopefully it doesn't fail. We're still in the beginning stages, but you know, um, I just, I feel like that is something that this city needs. There's so many cool things in Austin to begin with. And um, 
yeah, I just wanted another opportunity for us to play, you know, specifically in a place that's going to be, um, you know, safer for us too, um, more supportive. And I mean, can I just say, and I don't want to patronize you or anything, but I just want to say that I had a blast at your first annual, annual um, summer slam. Oh in like, <laughs> yes. and I, that I think actually really like pushed us even further, yeah. like really, you know, that was a fire under our butts to really try to get this going. Cause we had a blast and I mean, both Kelly and I got into the finals there and it was a weird feeling. Cause I usually cave under pressure a lot of the times and there was something just kind of like lackadaisical, but still competitive and so supportive. I mean, the potluck idea was really fun as well, but you know, meeting all these, you know, women around, you know, San Antonio and around Houston, it was just, it was such a, a great environment. And I want to be involved more in that. Aww. Crazy. Cool, so. You're so sweet. Yeah. yeah I, <laughs> thank you so much. To be honest, like, that's, I didn't even, like, really know her. I met her at, like, Buffalo, like, kind of yeah. randomly for the Sundays. And I was just like, hey, you're a lady. What if I did this? Would you be for it? And she's like, yeah, let's do it. And then we just <laughs> did it. Like, that's how it happened. Like, yeah. Oh, I thought you and guys were tighter. Like, I thought you guys had known each other longer. I did not know that. Yeah, Bells and Chimes basically brought us together. And then I think we, you know, decided to go check out SummerSlam together. And that, like she said, it really uh, inspired us and, you know, spent the whole car ride home talking about how we were going to get it going and, and, you know, get the ideas and what do we need to do next and who do we need to talk to? Okay, I'll do this, you do that. And so it was like, it just kind of seeing what we could do in Austin with your tournament was just kind of like really inspirational for us. Oh my God, y'all, I'm going to cry. <laughs> so on the back end, listeners, so I talked about this on several episodes. We had a tournament. It was a SummerSlam. There was a wrestling belt. It was very fun. I was super stressed out because I had never done a match play tournament on my own. I'd only done like, like we did like a, a Papa style league. Um, and the league is a lot more chill. You're there for an hour or two. If people do their scores, I post them. It, the tournament, I was a little freaked out and I was super nervous because Elizabeth, whom I love more than life itself, you know, she like is like legit the queen of tournaments when it comes to like Lady Texas Pinball. And I'm like, oh, God, Elizabeth's here. I can't mess this up. <laughs> but she was super helpful because she's like, did you do this and this? I'm like, no, <laughs> I messed that up. But uh, but I think everybody had such a great time and everybody came together. And Tina and Melody came up with the whole potluck thing, which that went really well. Um, we're not going to be doing that for our next tournament, but we might bring that back. Every single time. I know, hey, I know. I, the public thing was super cool. I was, I just haven't had time to, to plan that out. But yeah, I, I'm so, wow, that made, oh, I'm like heart emoji. <laughs> y'all, y'all are so cute. Um, but I'm glad that it brought y'all together and, you know, and I, and I laugh because people were like, there's not a bells and chimes in Austin. I'm like, no, you would think because Okay, yeah. y'all. In Texas, uh, Austin's known as like the cool place. It's like where all the cool kids hang out. Like, <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's and it's also like in the middle of everything. So it's kind of like you guys between Houston and and San Antonio, we're kind of closer for you guys as opposed to having to go to each other. You know. Yeah, and it's like that you guys have, of course, Buffalo, shout out to Jesse. You've got pinballs, you've got a whole bunch of different places. Y'all are going to get the new Cidercade as well. I mean, y'all have so much pinball. Yeah. 
I, I'm like so yeah. jealous. I mean, it's right up the road. <laughs> um, Austin from San Antonio is like about a 90 minute drive, really. Like probably you could do it in an hour. Uh, but, uh, it's just right up the road. So there's so much pinball. I'm excited that you guys are going to be bringing bells and chimes to Austin. So what are you guys thinking about format? Are you guys going to be doing it league style or are you guys going to be doing like monthly tournaments? What are you guys uh, looking at? So we're going to do league to begin just to, to, you know, ease into it rather. <laughs> um, I feel that if we just like throw a tournament out, um, I think that'll maybe um, scare some people off just because I feel like a lot of people that we're trying to get in to the league are people that don't even know that you can play in a league. And a lot of people showed up at the launch party that we just had this past week at Buffalo Billiards. Um, where, you know, they just like heard about it. They saw us on the news or they saw the posters or whatever. And they're like, oh, I didn't really know that there was a league happening here, or, you know, whatever. And that's kind of like the usual stories. Like, I didn't think I was going to be okay for league. You know, I didn't think I was good enough for blah, blah, blah. And I feel that I'm trying to get people that are maybe a little apprehensive about playing in a group of other pinball players. Um, so we're going to try to do maybe like just two um, leagues a month, every second and fourth Wednesday. Mm -hmm. um, and that's going to be at the recess arcade bar where they have six machines. They have TNA, Metallica, ACDC, Star Wars, Ghostbusters and Guardians. Um, and the machines are really like slick and loud. And, and I, you know, I love Jesse. I love Buffalo and he's got amazing machines there. There's the other league as well that happens at pinballs. Um, so another opportunity, another place to play. Um, I'm all about it. Yeah, you guys have got so many options again. So like you could have leagues at one place you could do, you know, eventually if you go up to like doing tournaments, you could do tournaments at another place or. Yeah. What I'm actually going to do. Yeah. Is a tournament. Um, a lot of places, a lot of cities will do like kind of bar hopping tournaments, uh -huh. which I've, I've experienced before too, where, you know, sometimes the bar will only have like one or two machines, but you know, right down the road, there's another one. So the fact that recess and Buffalo are right nearby each other. Um, and Jesse, all of his machines are, are great. And he's got such a great variety. I want to do a tournament there and, or, you know, do it at Buffalo and recess and have people kind of do like a, kind of like a scavenger hunt type thing, I guess, you know, right. like, Oh, go across this machine or whatever. So um, I think that'd yeah. be a cool idea. I'm also interested in doing, you know, uh, some bigger kind of like quarterly tournaments or something just so that we yeah. can make some super cool trophies like you have, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is, yes. Okay, uh, I can't, yeah. I can't take credit for that. Who, ma how do you, who makes your trophies? Okay, so, uh, y'all, um, I am not artistic in any form or fashion, oh. um, but... <laughs> The lady who is, is Mrs. Pin. So Mrs. Pin uh. from Mrs. Pin's Pinball Podcast, she made some trophies for, she made the Wonder Woman trophies that we talked about on the last episode. Oh, nice. Uh, and then I was like, those are awesome. And then I saw she made trophies for like another group and I reached out to her and she is legit like the nicest lady sarah i love sarah Aww. she's super super nice i'm like well this is what we're doing i need trophies for like a fall halloweeny themed tournament uh first second third and she's like got it and she's like what's my budget and i'm like this is your budget and she's like okay and she comes back with like the funko pop um, yeah. sanderson sisters from hocus pocus y'all legit like i'm like i want one so bad. 
<laughs> they are so cute looking. And then for these tournaments lately, like I saw there was like a Golden Girls like themed one. Right. Wasn't there like um there was like a, I think the Funko Pop things as well was the Golden Girls. And yeah. I've seen like the dinosaurs. That was like a really cute thing. Um, the Space City just had a very like pop arty like the Bride of Frankenstein and uh, oh, yeah. Adam. Yeah, they did like really little cute. plaques and they like kind of yeah. stenciled on like or however they did it. Like they did one like one was the Bride of Frankenstein, um, like little different like horror characters or, you know, Halloween type characters. They were really cool. The dinosaur ones, that was Laura Fraley from the Richmond Pinball Collective because I legit like I wanted the dinosaur with the little goat like chained up next to it. That was like <laughs> the best. Those are so I Yes, yeah, she, yeah, that was a great idea. I saw those. Yes, perfect. That's why we need more, <laughs> more creative people in Ben Ball. I mean, I order trophies, trophies from the trophy shop where, you know, everybody has like a trophy shop. And I, we, we've done some cool ones, but it, when you can kind of take it to the next level and just be more creative and I'm just, here's my money. <laughs> like, here you yeah. go. Like, I have no problem paying you to do that. Cause these look super awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to like, see if she'll do um, our spring tournament trophies. Cause uh, those were pretty epic. Um, but yeah, no, I am. I am super excited. When is your kickoff for the league? Wednesday, October 23rd at Reese's arcade bar at 8 PM is going to be the very first night. IFPA sanctioned tournament. Well, league. League night. <laughs> so, so league night on Wednesday night. If you guys are in the Austin area, you guys can join up. It's a lot of fun. They are a fun group of ladies. They, um, I, I can't say enough of n- nice things about Kelly and Tracy. They're they're just fun to be around, and it's very infectious. And I hope you guys will check them out. And we'll include links to um, all of their pages and Instagram and all those things in the show notes. Um, if you guys want more information about that, if you're in the Austin area. Well, we're, we're coming towards the end of the show, guys. And Kelly, since you have been on the show before, you know what's coming. It is our section called Inside the Pinball Arcade, which is our only actual segment that we have on the show. Um, and what's what this is, is that? I've never been here before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is our, is our one segment. Um, and we try to get into our guest's pinball mind. So, Tracy, are you ready? Uh-oh. Uh, probably not, but go ahead anyway. <laughs> it's going to be okay. I promise. All right. Question number one. What game do you love? Oh, my goodness. Um, I fell in love with TX Sector when I saw it last year at Pinburg. I thought that was, like, the coolest game. Like, the noises and how it looks very, like, post-apocalyptic. I don't know. It's just, like, it was nuts to me when I saw it. Um, which is, it's like a Gottlieb, isn't it? I remember. I believe so. I have to look Which is, um, let's be honest, you know. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. I think I, I really like that game. I, but I really like Nitro uh, Soul Taker. Um, currently have a GC uh, at uh, Pinball's Arcade. Whoop, whoop. But <laughs> I don't know. That, you can't ask someone to choose their favorite child. I mean, really. Well, well I guess it's like, what's your favorite child today? Because I, I get that a lot. Like, <laughs> you know, who's your favorite today? Because so, <laughs> you may have a favorite uh, tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, I really do like Nitro. I like the old, like, solid states. Yeah, same, same, completely agree. 
All right, question number two. What game do you hate? Are you trying to get me enemies on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> what game do I hate? Okay. Um, I don't like Game of Thrones. I know oh, they just came out. I love Game of Thrones. Ah, oh, no. Sorry. I just picked up fire with my bells and chimes partner. Oh, my goodness. Um, just, <laughs> they just came out with a new code. I mean, it's still fun if I'm, like, you know, crushing it. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm not for that so much um yeah sorry that's okay and um, yeah yeah sorry it's okay everybody's entitled to their yeah their opinion that's why we ask and we have all different types of answers but i still love you kate rothwell jackson the voice of game of thrones <laughs> but uh but okay so what is your favorite pinball art package question number three this can be bat glass art cabinet art or play field art um i once again i like solid state so i really love like xenon and gorgar i really like the heavy metal looking machines that are like 70s 80s um grand Lizard came out 86 but it looks like a late 70s type of like play field and stuff it does have um, that look. Yeah, I love Paragon, um, Lost World. I I feel like I'm just uh, like a D and D nerd at heart that hasn't even played D and I don't know. I really like dragons. Apparently, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, those are all excellent. I'm 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 also a Solid State fan. Some early D and D, but um, I really like Solid States. I think some of the art, like you know, Paragon, Fathom. Centaur, oh. like there's a lot of different things that you know absolutely love. So those. Are so <laughs> what is question number four? What is your favorite pinball sound? This can be a sound that a particular. Oh, you know, this is a question I love. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you've ever played pinball with me, and I drain a lot of times, I'll go no, <laughs> or I go no. Yeah, so that's the no is the James Hetfield and then the Phantom of the Opera now. So I love that. I don't know. I'm a dork and I will totally quote those all the time. I like Phantom of the Opera. I I know that's not a game that gets a lot of love or a lot of traction, but I actually like it. Um, I don't, I, it's not bad. I, I don't hate it. I know a lot of people yeah. do have a, a disdain for it. Um, it can be really brutal to them, but I, I dig it. Yeah. I like it too. Yay. All right. So <laughs> I, 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 I recovered from the love and hate question. So, okay. So we're on a roll. Um, what is your question? Number five, what is your quest favorite festival event to attend or play in? <sighs> Hmm. And Kelly's not answering any of these, huh? It's all me. It's all you. It. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. I mean, when I went to Pinburg last year, that is just, it's incredible to see that many people there, that many machines from all over the country too, all over the world. Um, I think it's just like a nice party time, you know, at the end of the, the weekends when the finals have been decided and everyone is just going to be, you know, getting a little bit more tipsy and just like saying screw it. And I, I just like, I like the whole like Pinburg atmosphere. I thought that was 
it's overwhelming, but in a great way. But also like TTF grade and, and Houston and all those ones too. Yeah. I love Texas. Okay. <laughs> well, there's so many to choose from. I mean, Pinburg overwhelmingly over the, the last, you know, all the episodes that is a, uh, I would say at least, half of the people that have been on the show have mentioned Pinberg. So it's not, it's not surprising. I mean, it is pinball summer camp. So, I mean, everybody yes. loves Pinberg. Party time. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Question number six, what is your grail pin? This is the pin that you aspire to own above all other pins. Either you can own it currently or you aspire to own it one day. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to TX sector because that is a pretty rare machine. Um, I would love to have one of those. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. I am not prepared for this interview. There are so <laughs> many games I love. My children. Oh, I'm leaving you behind. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like with anyone too, it's going to be machines changing. Um, or like the, the your opinion of machines are going to be changing you know, from day to day even. So I'm just going to say TX sector for today that that's my Holy grail. And that, Fine. and if you ever come back on the show and you feel that, the, that, that is a different answer, you can let me know and we will amend that. So, <laughs> so on people, um, wanting to spend some money, um, go ahead and buy me a TX sector. Would you? All right. <laughs> We'll put Kelly's email address out there. <laughs> uh, all right. Question number seven. Who would you most like to play head to head? Or who do you enjoy playing pinball with the most? Who do I? Okay. I, I just play with Thomas Law. He's um, one of the tournament directors, the league directors here in Austin. He's mm-hmm. very fun to play with, very supportive. And he's really fun to play split flipper with. And I really like uh, like Mark Meserve. He's a he's a good friend of mine as well in the pinball community. Um, they're both very informative, but not in a mansplaining way. <laughs> so that's good. Uh, yeah, they're just uh, really fun to play with. They're not too serious for the most part. When they do get serious, I can be like, hey, like, come on, chill out. It's come on, it's only a game. They're like, ah, oh, okay, yeah, but. Yeah, I, I really like playing with those guys. And Kelly. Oh, my and God. <laughs> Me? God, you guys. <laughs> I was just trying to touch base on non-bells and chimes stuff. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Love that. Love those answers. Thomas is a really nice guy. And I love playing with you guys. They're so, y'all, they're so good. Like, try, try, try not to embarrass myself. I'm like, okay. Um, yeah, y'all yeah awesome. you were so fun. Thank you. Thank you for I know, and I'm super excited to come play with you this weekend. I'm, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get one of those trophies. I, I don't know if you know that, but I'm coming to get one. You're bring right. that home, Kelly. Yeah, I will. Bring it home. I'll try to bring something back to Chicago. And you yeah. Oh, uh, then y'all can take a picture with it, all twinsy together. It's gonna be super cute. cute. <laughs> all right. Final question. Peak, by the way, when I go to Expo, we'll see. Maybe they can teach me some, some awesome pinball moves that I didn't know. Yeah. Come back and show us some tips. Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> All right, question number eight. Final question, Tracy. What is your dream theme? This is a theme that has never been created, <laughs> but you would like created by a major pinball manufacturer, and I hear laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So I've been like pestering people about this. Um, I don't know if you know this, but I'm a dork. Okay. Uh, and I, um, I really like, like Weird Al because he is ridiculous. And I think that'd be really funny to have. I don't think it'd be as popular as I would hope. But um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like certain pop culture references would still be relevant and ridiculous if you were to put a Weird Al machine out there. Um, but I'm also, on the other end of the spectrum, I'm also really hoping to put together a machine myself that's very uh, feminist driven, I suppose. So I have ideas um, where, you know, maybe the game isn't relying on a woman that's just too stupid to change her tire or, you know, <laughs> is just wearing a bikini and is there for, you know, the male gaze or what have you. Um, just kind of touching on some real cool women history um, that aren't just models or like Kim Kardashian or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like that. So, you know, I, you know, the spectrum there is something like really ridiculous. Um, a guy who sings about food and then the other and some like smart women, maybe not some whoa Nelly big melons type thing. You know, let's, let's cut that crap, huh? Here, 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 here. All right, well, that wraps up that segment. And, ladies, we are coming to the end of the show. Tracy and Kelly, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Um, if people want to find out more information about Bells and Chimes, what's the best place for them to visit? There's several different places. You can visit us at Bells and Chimes. That's B-E-L-L-E-S-A-N-D, Chimes, Austin, um, on Instagram, on Facebook, there's facebook.com slash group slash bells and chimes Austin. Um, same email, you can email us at bells and chimes Austin at Gmail. So pretty straightforward. So we're locking it down, guys. I mean, bells and chimes across Texas. I feel like we're going like, to <laughs> we're gonna have to have special shirts and like we're going to have to have like our own special meetings and stuff. Cause, <laughs> I mean, this makes me so happy. I'm so excited about it. Bigger in Texas. That's, that's how we do it. It's so true. Oh, my goodness. Well, um, you guys, again, thank you so much. We'll put all these links in the show notes, you guys, about um, how you can contact them. Again, there is Lady Pinball Alive and Well in Austin, Texas. Uh, Tracy, safe travels to Pinball Expo. Uh, I hope to hear a fun report about what's going on there. See lots of pictures, all that good stuff. It will happen. I will bring back all the photos. I love it. Love it. I want to uh, give a quick shout out. We are going to be coming up with another little flip episode. I'm going to be interviewing, speaking of Elizabeth, her lovely daughters, the Drone sisters. They're amazing and they totally kick butt on the Houston scene. So we'll have them on for a short bonus episode. Awesome. Yeah, they're great. The whole family is just, yes. Yeah, no, they're amazing, and they're, they're, those girls are adorable. And I was I was talking to them at SummerSlam, and I'm like, hey, you guys want to be on the show? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, awesome. All right, we got to figure that out. <laughs> but yeah, you guys, again, if you want to support the podcast, you can visit Patreon. If you need swag, if you want to be rocking your Backbox Pinball Podcast shirt, you can get that on the website as well. You just click on the button that says swag. Um, but again, again, Kelly, Tracy, thank you for all you do. Thank you for stepping up and putting this league together. And I, of course, you know, we're working on charts ourselves, by the way. We're, um, we're getting that together very, very soon. So if anyone wants a Bells and Chime shirt, there's been quite a demand for it. We're just 
working out the kinks. Oh my gosh, yeah, and uh, y- Kelly, you designed it, it y'all. If when the shirt happens, I'll make sure to put it a post on my Facebook page and on my Instagram. It's hella cool. Like that. Like <laughs> I love you. it. I love it. I, like Ellie is the yin to my yang. Like I, <laughs> I said, I want this pop bumper. And it's funny too because when we went to the Summer Slam, fun little fact that includes you. When we went to the Summer Slam and we played Joker Poker, and that game was not very nice to like pretty much all of us. Um. I, I was looking at that pop bumper and I was like, that's the design I want. Cause you know, it's the usual, you know, just generic template that they send out to a lot of the bells and chimes people, or you can make your own. And I told Kelly, cause she's a great graphic designer. I said, I want it to look like the Joker poker pop bumper. And she did it exactly how I wanted it. Um, so there's that. So thank you, Kelly, for making hey, no problem. Myself. And I like, drew really crappy version of the t-shirt with the, the queen of hearts um the queen of hearts that's gonna take your money <laughs> i feel like she, she's like gonna make a shiv and like take my money and i she's love the, she's love the her. queen of the yeah. machine you know that's that's her yeah. role she's she's the queen you don't mess with the queen yeah, yeah just knocked it out of the park like she traced it exactly um like cleaned it up exactly how i wanted it to look um and yeah it's great so buy our shirts when we have them. Yeah, we're going to we'll, yeah. I'll put a link you guys when those are available. I'll make sure to, to promote the link here on the back box pages and, and info and stuff. Uh, again, ladies, thank you so much. All of yep. you that are listening. Thank you for joining us this week. Thank you so much for having us on the show and letting us talk about Bells and Chimes. We are super yep. excited and really hope to, you know, meet anybody who wants to come out and play with us. Yeah. And hopefully we have more crossover tournaments. You know, you come here, we go over yeah. there. Yeah, no, I would love that. that. That even happens could be included and we should definitely get a trip. I know I was talking to real quick. I know I was talking to Snow Galvin. Um, do you know her? She's in Colorado. I, um, I know of her. We have never chatted or met, but I know who she is. Yeah. I met her um, at TPF uh, a few years ago and she's amazing. Um, she's been wanting to do a little bit of a like road trip to like New Mexico or something. Um just to have like a little pinball tour. So I'm all about anything like that. So we should definitely do more um, exploration <laughs> other places. Pinball road trips. I love it. I'm down yeah. for that. So, all right. On that, we're going to be planning the next pinball road trip. Have a safe trip, Tracy. Have a good time. And everybody, thank you for joining us. And we will see you next week. Keep flipping, guys. Thanks for listening to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. To get pinball fun delivered to you every week, subscribe to our podcast on your podcatcher of choice. Also, we'd love for you to post a review on Apple Podcasts. To look at show notes and more, visit our website at backboxpinballpodcast.fireside.fm. Again, that's backboxpinballpodcast.fireside.fm. Thanks for taking us with you, and keep flipping!